Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Love is in the Air, a podcast supporting commuter marriages and long distance relationships with Elaine and Abe Romero. Well, hello everyone. This is Elaine Romero, licensed marriage and family therapist here in Texas, right next to my husband, Abe Romero. This isn't Abe Romero. (laughs) My name is Ricky. Okay, that's weird. My name is Ricky Schroeder. I was an (laughs) actor in the 80s. Maybe you heard of me. Okay, I'm not, why are you, oh, I know why you're doing that. Okay, that's funny, because tonight, guys, we are (laughs) going to talk on catfishing. Is that why you're pretending to be Ricky Schroeder? I'm not pretending to be Ricky Schroeder. (laughs) I was also in Richie Rich in the (laughs) 80s. Maybe you heard of me. Maybe I need to do some fact-checking. Yeah. You don't know if I'm Ricky Schroeder or not, do you? Well, actually, I'm right next to you, so I know you're not Ricky Schroeder. No, you're... But I'm not really, I'm dressed as your husband. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, guys. So tonight, hey, we're going to be talking on catfishing. But but before we do that, I'm here in Texas, and we just celebrated an anniversary. I know. It was really fun. We're excited. We've been together, well, you leave tomorrow, but we've been together for about 10 days. And we've been having a blast and trying to do fun things together and going out and experiencing Texas together and and trying to make the most of our time together. Yeah, you guys, and Abe bought me a necklace today. It has a nice R on it for Romero. I might... That's what it stands for? <laughs> what do you think it stands for? Rad. <laughs> rad. <laughs> well, I am rad. You are rad. So I can be rad and Romero. Mm-hmm. But I'll put a, post a picture of it. It's really cute. You got it from Kendra Scott. Store. That's right. That was fun. <laughs> I like how they give you champagne when you're there. I know. That's cool. Well, anyway, so yeah, we're talking tonight on catfishing, and the reason we actually decided to do this episode is we watched probably one of the most sad documentaries I've ever seen. Yeah, and um, it's called The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist on Netflix, and um, it's about this football player, Manti Teo who was drafted in 2013 I believe mm-hmm. and um and had had you know nicest guy super nice guy devoted guy spiritual guy amazing athlete dedicated to his craft and he had someone take advantage of him in the worst way and the sad thing is for those of you who remember that time he was ridiculed he was made fun yeah, of I even... he was made to be almost blamed for it I mean, some of the memes and cartoons, I have to admit, were pretty funny because it was this whole, when he got drafted to, remember when he got drafted to those Chargers, 
he, you know, so just so you guys know a little bit about the story. So what happened is when he was at Notre Dame playing football, he started a long distance relationship um, with someone online. But unfortunately, it wasn't the person he was not talking to the person he thought he was talking to. Someone was catfishing him. They were posing as this real cute girl. And this person knew a little bit about football. So they started um, actually talking about football and he thought it was this nice support, but it turns out it was this catfisher and it ended up, and and what ended up happening is that this person basically realized the only way of getting out of it, because it got real serious. It was several years. They were what we would Mm -hmm. call a never met. They had never met. And then what happened is the person decided to just say, well, that the, you know, pretend to be the brother and say they died because I think the person knew it was going too far. But what was so sad about it is then he made that kind of public and then people start doing fact checking and they find out there's no actual really girl. And so then he was made fun of horribly that he had this basically he dedicated his last part of his senior season to his grandmother that really passed away and and the so-called girlfriend that passed away and um and everyone felt for him and felt sorry for him and the guy had an amazing senior season was up for the heisman trophy and then finds out right before the national championship game that the person was lying the entire time. It's just, you have to watch the show to get, and, and get he, the full understanding yeah, of I feel what, so bad for him. what this poor kid went through. But one of the things that kind of, I think, struck Abe and I is here we're watching this and we're looking at this young man who's basically the age of my son, you know. Yeah, well, not anymore, and but during the time, yes. At the time, yeah, he's not now. And, you know, we have, Abe has two sons that are 15 and we're watching this poor kid just be, you know, a hardworking kid be taken advantage of. Um, and, and it broke our hearts and, and, and we started to think like, here we have a podcast where we encourage people to really consider if you aren't finding the love of your life in your current circle to consider like maybe looking into meeting someone online. I mean, not everybody who's in long distance meets online, but we've talked about like, that's a real possibility and technology allows for us to really flourish in mm-hmm. a long distance relationship or dis- or even a marriage with distance. But I started reading up a little bit on catfishing. On this, on one hand, there's so many neat options. You know, there's like there's more people in long distance relationships than ever before because it's so much easier. You right. know, with all the with all the great options, and we really on Love Is in the Air try to encourage you um, to take advantage of some of these great things like online dating. But it also, on the other hand, there's always going to be those people that abuse something. And there's these people out there that really could um, try to catfish someone. And so I, I, we almost felt res- like it was like we need to take the responsibility and have an episode on this. Because for those of you who are in a long distance relationship and you've never met, you know, right. your person, we're going to give you a few tips to kind of think about to make sure you're not somehow being taken advantage of. 
Right. And, and, and again, I think we want to reiterate that long distance and, and meeting online and connecting over the phone and, and all the ways you can connect is a great thing to do, you know, and you shouldn't be afraid to do it. But I think you need to be smart, be smart and yeah. make good decisions before you um, jump wholeheartedly into a relationship without actually meet. Well, not necessarily meeting someone face to face, but there are other things you can do to try to protect yourself. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And and it would be the same if you were dating locally. Like if you mm-hmm. like if you're on a dating app and you're dating someone locally, like I always tell all my clients and my kids, like do not meet this person on a dirt road or in a dark alley, like or don't let them come and pick you up. Like right. meet them in a public place at the daytime for your first time mm-hmm. or for like a lunch, you know, where you know you have an exit, a safe exit if needed, you know, You'll be safe, especially if you're meeting someone like um, either from a dating site or online or things like that. The other thing we recommend if you are what's called a never met, meaning you're in a long distance relationship with someone that you met online. Congratulations, because that's exciting. I think it's romantic. I think it's neat when people can meet that way. But there are some things to look out for just to make sure you're not getting catfished. Yes. Um. I actually had a client who got catfished, Abe. Really? Yeah. So this woman was online dating. She started talking to this guy. He was a doctor. And he was a doctor for like Doctors Without Borders, you know? Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so he would send all these pictures. And he just seemed amazing. But he really like was like wanting to meet her quickly. And so it was like this fast paced like romantic like he said all the right things and is he was she was attracted to him but one of her friends was smart enough to say something feels off do you know what catfishing is and really the word catfishing that wasn't even like nobody even talked about that before like right well, early they, 2000s yeah right? and even in the documentary we were speaking of earlier they had never even heard the word Mateo. Yeah, Mateo. Mate Teo is... What's they, his... How do you say his name? Mate Teo. Okay. Yeah, he didn't even know what it was. They didn't was. know what catfishing was. They never heard of it. They didn't understand it. And now we hear it a lot more. But yeah, I mean, there are aspects and there, there's different layers of this too that I think we probably should talk about that you could be catfished by somebody that you do meet in person and they're completely lying about their profession yeah. Their marital status. Well, that happened to me when, I mean, I was talking to that one person before you. And mm-hmm. then I started looking at his pictures and I went, wait a minute. Are you in a relationship? Yeah. And sure enough, this snake of a guy I was talking to was in a relationship with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, not going to be a part of this. Right. Um, okay. So, like, he was a real person, but he wasn't presenting that he was in a relationship so let's talk about do you want to talk about that then do you want to talk about like what are some of the things you need to be like are signs that you're being catfished i think so yeah okay so some of the signs that they're saying online is if you probably the most important one is if you start because dating has an evolution right like first you 
maybe see someone's picture and you're yeah. like, I like their look, right? I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm physically attracted. Of course, we all want to be physically attracted. Sure. Then maybe you, whether it's an app or whatever, give them a like or a smile or a wink or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you start talking. Let's say as you're talking, you're like, this is a really good connection, right? Mm-hmm. Like even right. when you and I started talking... Immediately, it was like, wow, we have a really fun Mm -hmm. banter, right? Right. Um, But what they're saying is when you get to that point where you're talking, you're having a good connection, makes perfect sense at that point that you're only seeing a picture and you're only texting, right? You kind of start there or emailing or something. Mm -hmm. But at some point, it's really important to make that jump to actually have like calls on like a FaceTime or a Skype, like so that you can actually see this person mm-hmm. in present time, that they are the person in the pictures. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And yeah, you need to be able to, um, it, like, the, the and I, I think we'll reference the documentary several times during this conversation, but. You know, even back then in 2013, FaceTime, and even before then, I think it started like in 2009, you know, 2009 or 2010, this relationship with, with Manti Teo. But um, now, there now, were there wasn't FaceTime back then. There wasn't Skype back then to any realistic degree. So all he was getting was pictures. Well, what's funny is even when you and I were first dating, we've talked about this on other episodes, you guys, when Abe and I were first dating, because I think partly we're older you just didn't really, like, well, FaceTiming wasn't really that big of a deal and Skyping wasn't that, like, that used. I think yeah. that you did it for business here and there. That's the thing. It was funny. I used to use it for business and then I didn't put two and two together. Like, hey, we could be yeah. actually seeing each other. <laughs> so for a long time, we had such fun just talking on the phone. But but Abe and I, the difference of us is we knew each other. Yeah. And we yeah. actually went came and saw each other pretty quickly. So if you're in a relationship and you've, You've gotten to that point where you're enjoying the connection. You have like a physical attraction. There needs to be a natural movement toward either planning a trip to see one another or starting moving it to actual like FaceTime or Skype calls, which I think now is so much more normalized after COVID because we have Zoom, we have Skype, we have FaceTime, we have Google Duo. There's what's the one we use? Google Duo? No, no, no. The other one we use when we're actually doing podcasts. Oh, Discord. Discord. We use Discord when we're doing podcasts in separate places. But there's so many options. Make sure, because they say one of the biggest signs of catfishing is a person who comes up with a lot of excuses. And mm. that was what happened to this young man in the documentary, member. Well, I think they even tried to do some FaceTime stuff and the person would say, oh, oh my connect- connection. connections must yeah. not be working right. Oh, that's so sad. Like, it Oh is- no, I really want to see you, but on oh, my phone, it's not connecting. It's so weird. Or I have an old phone who doesn't allow me that or an old laptop yeah. or I don't want my parents to hear or whatever. Yeah. So if they have a lot of excuses to never talk to you face-to-face online, that's a big sign Mm -hmm. if they also have a lot of excuses of not to get together with you and make a plan to see each other that is another big red flag now now in fairness with our international couples that 
you know, don't be careful with that one. Because if you've got somebody who's living thousands and thousands of miles away and it's a young couple and they don't have the money to travel internationally. Right. Or even some of these couples that met during quarantine, you know, they couldn't do that. And they were waiting months to see mm. each other. Um, yeah. So it could have been a real risk. But if you live, you know, at a point where seeing each other would be somewhat doable and you want to feel at least like the person's making an effort to actually meet with you. Um, yeah, but these are things like that, it, and, and just so you know, um, things like if you miss the first connection or whatever, it, something doesn't happen, person calls up and says, oh my gosh, uh, I'm so sorry my grandmother died and um, I'm, I, I can't come, there was an emergency. That's one thing, and, and maybe you can go, okay, but if that kind of thing keeps happening where it's extreme excuses... Right. Like things that like, oh yeah. my, oh my gosh, my engine broke and I can't, it, like, like a lot of things in a row, that's what would make me go, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm really you know? actually talking to the person I think I'm talking to. Right. And that's kind of what happened to him as well. Right. Like she had all these, what was interesting about their situation is she had all these reasons that she couldn't come and see him, but he was so busy with football that he, it almost was a helpful helpful for him to have this long distance relationship because it allowed him to be focused on his workouts and his like he was highly disciplined at that time and right. so you could it was kind of he was the perfect person to be catfished right and, and and without giving too much away um the person that was contacting him during the documentary was actually a man um well but wait a but, minute but well um, but at the time of the uh, they had since come out as transgender uh so that's so it's it's, it's different but well, but still at the time whether that's neither here nor there in terms of the person, the person was still lying ident- the, the person now identifies as a trans woman and at the time um i don't know if that person was or not i think um i don't think they were had come i think they that, i know, think yeah. they were still a male when they were catfishing but they are now a trans woman so she is a she Okay. And um, and it's sad, and I, I I feel sorry for this person. You you will learn about that person too. And there's components where you can see they maybe have some very difficult. The, the thing that struck me is that the person who was catfishing truly did have um, some hard things in their life, and they cl- clearly had some challenges with their mental health. But here's the thing: whether you're having challenges with your mental health or not it's not an excuse to destroy someone else's life because it ended up destroying this other person's life. And there were many a times that she could have stopped this. And and stopped it in a way that wouldn't have affected so much of his life because the guy was truly an amazing football talent. And this whole thing came out right when he was entering the draft. Yeah. And then, it, from an emotional, you'll find out when you watch this, from an emotional standpoint, it ruined the first three years of his career. He yeah. went into panic and anxiety. Yeah, he started developing and panic it affected attacks. affected his play. Mm-hmm. And um, he couldn't figure out. He was it out. ridiculed, mocked. He was made fun of. I mean, I even remember when he started with the Chargers, there was this funny cartoon of like him with his hand on like. An imaginary, imaginary an invisible person. Going, honey, we're going to San Diego or something. Yeah. And I remember laughing like, ha that's so funny. But now I look 
and you, you see the documentary and you realize this is a real person who got taken advantage of in a horrible way. Okay, so some other signs would be if you're talking to the person and suddenly they ask you for money. Mm-hmm. There was another documentary I watched on Netflix that was called the, oh gosh, what was it called? We'll look it up. We'll, put oh, it in we'll the, look in it up notes. and put it in our details because it was an interesting one too. And in this one, the guy would actually, the, his catfishing was even more complicated because what he did is he would he would connect with these girls. He would actually meet up with them. But not only would he meet up with him, he'd fly in his private jet and buy the girl every fancy clothes and take her, wine her, dine her, take her to Paris and do all this stuff. And you're thinking, well, so he must be real. He says he's like this prince or something, or he says Mm -hmm. he's like this part of a a very rich, wealthy family. And it seems real, right? Because Mm -hmm. he's whining and dining her and taking her on jets and doing all this stuff. Well, then, and then they're in this long-distance relationship. Then what he would do is he would start to say, like, oh, my gosh, there's some bad people after me, and I had to leave my parents' house, and I'm staying, I'm hidden right now. Is there any way you can send me some money? And you know I'll pay you back because you know I have a lot of money. Well, of course, these girls believed him. (laughs) And they're like, I don't have any money. He's like, well, all you do is here. I'm going to send you a link. Just open this credit card for, like, $10,000, and that'll help me. And then the next thing you know, she's opening another card for 20000 and another card for 15000 Meanwhile, the guy uses these cards to go catfish the next girl. Right. So the way he was paying for the jets and mm-hmm. the dinners and all the fancy clothes was with the credit card from the last person he catfished. It was right. just disgusting. I'll, I'll put it in the details. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but that one was very devastating to hear too. Well, and that's the other part about this is that, um, and again, we don't want to kind of diminish the all the great things about a long distance relationship. No, but it, there's there's level of this kind of catfishing that are so can be very just very simple, like the Mante Teo one, which is um, I, I'm saying I'm someone, but I'm really someone else, or you can have the way more elaborate ones where, like, when they start Elaine asking for money and all that. And you can also have the long game. I know of a person that personally know this this person that um, met someone in Thailand um, online. Uh, you know, he he was you know in his like mid twenties. She was a young you know mid twenties person, good looking woman, and he. Has develops a, a relationship with her uh, online, makes arrangements to go out and see her. Goes out and sees her, has a great week with her. They're they're going to different resorts. They're you know have romantic time. It's amazing. It's beautiful. The whole thing. Then he comes back, and she says, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to continue our life together. It's going to be so amazing." He's obviously excited because he gets to spend time with this woman more. And then she contacts him and says, oh, my gosh, I have some trouble with my family. Um, We're in financial trouble. Um, I want to get the visa to come see you, but it costs $2,000. And I want to be able to do this other thing because it costs X amount. And um, he goes, you know what? I got it covered. He sends her $5,000. Next thing you know, 
next time he's on FaceTime with her, she's got a brand new pair of breasts. And he's like, what's that? And she like goes, hee hee, sorry. Hangs up on him. Ghosts him never to be found again. There's an interesting um, show on Netflix. It's not a documentary, but it's a show about that, gosh, imposters maybe, where the girl like cleans out guys' bank accounts and then goes Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy to the it's next. It's kind of an interesting, yeah. Yeah, so it's just so sad. And again, I feel like this podcast is kind of gloom and doom here, but um, we just we just kind of feel like... Well, at the end of the day, it should be because it's, it is a, a big... Um, you need to do your due diligence, and hopefully, some uh, some of you will get some tips here to go. Wait a minute, and because if you're in it, I mean, obviously, if you've been in a long distance relationship and you've already met, you know, you've had trips with your person, then you know they're real. But if you're brand new to a long distance relationship, we kind of felt like it was our responsibility to have an episode on catfishing. So let's let's um. So a, another sign of a catfisher is they profess their love very quickly. Like mm-hmm. suddenly it's just like, I'm in love with you, which is hard because you, sometimes it happens. I know you and I did have that. I mean, we were like, I mean, we were like, I mean, we fell for each other quickly. And yeah, fast. but we knew each other early in our lives too. So we knew who we were. Yeah, but that doesn't, but that doesn't mean you can't have a quick connection. Right. But just what just, Elaine doesn't know is I've been catfishing her this entire time. Yes. <laughs> you really Ricky Schroeder. I'm really Ricky Schroeder. I swear. Oh, that's I've good. darkened my hair. I've gotten a tan. <laughs> I look more Mexican now. <laughs> yeah, because he's not, he's definitely <laughs> blonde he's hair, blue eyes. <laughs> Okay, so the other thing is if it just seems too good to be true, um, you might want to, like that happened with my client with that doctor. It was like too good to be true. He was like this doctor. Without borders. Oh my God, what a saint. He was taking care of like children in other countries. (laughs) And one of her friends was like, listen, you're a beautiful woman and I think you deserve the best and you deserve a man like this. However, it sounds a little good to be true. May I have my husband who's a police officer do a background check. And so she let her do a background check and sure enough, it wasn't adding up. This guy wasn't at the hospital. He said he was, he wasn't, you know, it was like, but anyway, she started asking him about it, and he freaked out. And the next thing you know, his account was gone, mm-hmm. which um, which is kind of funny because when I was single and dating, I did you guys, I did um, I did like an online dating site like for one day. I and I I wasn't ready. Like I put up one picture in my profile, and I got some men that reached out to me and this one guy's like hey why do you only have one picture and i was like i don't know because like i've never done this before i'm 45 Mm -hmm. years old or whatever and Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know what i'm doing and so it freaked me out and i just i ended up like crying and being like i don't want to do i'm not ready for this and i shut down my um I shut I shut it down. That mm-hmm. guy probably thought I was a catfisher, right? Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, why do you only have one picture? Well, and- but he did the right thing. He was like, hey, so why do you only have one picture? Mm-hmm. You know, like like it, it seemed off. And so he right. was probably doing the right thing. And that is actually, well, there's going to be some tips. I'm going to give you some tips in a second. But here's a couple other things. Let's finish with this. So another thing is confusing or conflicting information. Like if you've noticed... 
like some of the information doesn't add up, that's that's a good sign you're being catfished. Um, or if the picture seems off, like it's like a little grainy or older or just seems maybe even photoshopped or you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll say I've, I've been doing, oh, wow, graphic design for over 25 years now. And I, I, I'm in marketing, but I, that was a big part of it. And for fun, I would photoshop my friends doing all sorts of stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to goof on them and do whatever. But there are people that now that do such an amazing job of manipulating photos, manipulating images that it looks real and it, it just isn't. And nowadays there's stuff called deep fake. And, and and I'm sure you guys have seen some of the apps where you can put your face on uh, a video and it looks like oh my gosh my face is now I'm now I'm Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's fun. And I'm Iron Man, but it's my face. And so face there, swap it, or something. Yeah, it's getting so advanced now with what the technology can do, so it's scary. Yeah. Um and and I'm, I'm I'm sure that's been used to manipulate people um in 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 situations like this. So you you want to be careful. You want to make sure that you're seeing them for real face not just face to face in person, but some some of you that might be that might be your challenge, but also just in FaceTime. And I want to see, you know, this person react to certain things I say. I want to meet the family. Mm-hmm. I want to see their apartment or their house. I want to talk and, to their family. Yeah, I want to you know, interact with their pets. I, I want to, and then you know, when you consistently see Rover time and again, you know that the person is probably real. But, well, I don't know about that. I mean, a, well, cat, just a saying, catfisher could have but, a dog. Well, there's just certain consistencies. I, right, right, right. You know. Okay, so here's some. So, so as we said, the signs are things like they won't, they won't plan a trip, they won't do Skype, they profess love super quickly, they see seems too good to be true. Um, also, sob stories about their life, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm going through a hard thing. I need some support or money or something like that. That's always a really big red flag or confusing or conflicting information. Picture seems off to you somehow. So the tips are, if you think you're being catfished, again, try to get them to Skype or do like um, FaceTime stuff with you. The other thing that they recommend is to really kind of quiz them on their profile. Like to be like, oh, who's that person? And who who's this friend? And like really make sure they, because someone could make like a fake profile, but kind of forget some of the facts. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like remember in college, we used to use a fake ID and you have to like memorize. <laughs> I remember I had this really horrible fake ID with some lady and I had to memor I don't know even how I got it. But I looked a little bit like her and I had to memorize all the stuff on it. <laughs> I never had a fake ID. I was able to kind what? of skirt by and get by. Well, I only used it in this one. By the way, I don't recommend getting a fake ID. <laughs> My you, children are listening. Yeah, because you can get in a lot of trouble. But we used to use it at this one dive you know, bar that bar, yeah. we knew kind of didn't really care. They just yeah. needed to say that they were... 
Anyway, so, but I had that thing memorized back and forth. And <laughs> I think her name was like Maria, too. <laughs> funny. Um, I'm not Hispanic, but I can pass. You're a Romero now. Now I'm a Romero. Yeah, I've you're got Hispanic. my R necklace. It's right. I bought you the R necklace today. <laughs> but I'm still not Hispanic. But anyway, um, I, w- I love the Hispanic culture, though. Um, okay, so the other thing is, so the tips then, if you think you might be getting catfished, is to, again, make sure you're trying to get them to do FaceTime or Skype. Quiz that profile. Also, do a background check. There's some little ones online, like Truthfinder or things like that, where you could, um, and we'll put a link up for that, where you could pay a little money and do a, a background check. There's also something called socialcatfish.com. Where you can put the person's name in. You might have to pay a little bit for that too. But I think it's worth it if you think you're being catfished. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely worth it. But don't, just a word to the wise, don't on truthfinder.com and those those online ones that kind of search the background. You want to sign up for it, spend your $2 or whatever it is. And then cancel it when you're done immediately. immediately. Yeah. So you don't Otherwise, the next thing you know, you'll be getting a $34.99 charge from Truthfinder over and over and over again for the next several months. So do yeah. not forget to cancel. I've done that in the past and went, oh, I'm signing up. And the next thing you know, I'm getting dinged yeah, yeah. for 40 bucks every month. So guys... We're not trying to be a downer. We just want to really make sure that we've at least had one episode on the potential dangers of this. Go check out that documentary um, on Netflix. And I'll put links to both of the ones that I saw. Um, We are sure that most of you out there, 99.9% of you out there are being super careful. But if you're newer in a long distance relationship, just just keep that, tuck that in your back pocket. Just kind of remember to make sure you're not being catfished. This is good information for anyone to have so that if you even have friends that you're like, hey, don't mean to be mean, but you Mm -hmm. should check into this. Now, now that we got through the gloom and doom, Mm -hmm. we have some shout outs. Okay, let's do some shout outs. Yeah, a couple exciting ones. The first one I want to say is a big congratulations to our friend Desiree, who's in New York, and Danny in the UK, Abe. Yeah. They joined our club. Oh, what club? The the UFO club I'm into? No, I'm not in a UFO club. Why not? I I don't know. That sounds like something nerdy you would do. I'm not in a UFO club. Well, what kind of other club would I even care about? <laughs> well, they now are in the commuter marriage club. They got married. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. When do they yeah. get in their badges? <laughs> their, oh, their jackets. Yeah, the commuter marriage jackets. Commuter marriage jackets. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that in one of our episodes. Yeah. Love orange. is in the air. They're, they're <laughs> like Letterman jackets. You get patches for certain <laughs> accomplishments. <laughs> I wasn't catfished. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so yeah. they. What's interesting about their story though, Abe, is so she's from New York. He's from the UK. They found that getting married in either the US or UK had a lot of hoops Oh, yeah. And also cost a lot of money. So guess what they did? What? They got married in Denmark. Oh, cool. So they got married there. They honeymooned there. So Denmark's a, a good place for the I middle guess. ground, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Oh, neat. That's awesome. We need to do an episode on that. Like We need to go to Denmark. I know. Well, we're already married, but. Uh, I just want to go to Denmark. I wonder if the divorces are easier there, too. <laughs> Let's get divorced in Denmark and then married again in Denmark. <laughs> no. 
Oh, don't say that. Okay, sorry. Okay. All right. The next one that we have is John and Pam, and they're in Illinois. And they are, they've been kind of on and off for like 15 years. I think they met in college, and then they tried distance, and then they didn't like it, and then they're, so they're back together in distance. Mm -hmm. They're about, he says, right now we're about three hours apart. They found our podcast. They're enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun for them. He was even saying, hey, you guys need to do an episode on how to decide where you're going to live. Because that's sometimes hard to make that decision. I guess so. I mean, you flip a coin. <laughs> that's not. No, we would give better advice than that. That's the only advice I can think we of. We didn't have a hard one with that, John, because we really know we want to live in Cal. Well, three hours apart, that's only a 15-minute drive, right? Three hours apart? No, it would be three hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's joking. I wanted to just see how long it would take you to okay. see Okay. Gosh, you guys, he always does stuff like that. You did that to me today, too. What? You said something that made me stop and go, what? When we were shopping. You guys, shopping with him at like... <laughs> Barnes and Noble. He was like reading book, embarrassing book titles really loud. And it was so <laughs> awkward. Oh, my God. But it was fun, though. Okay. So, um, John and Pam, we're so glad that you're listening. And um, just, yeah, maybe we will do an episode on that. That's a great idea. The next one I wanted to give a shout out for, and I'm going to I'll apologize ahead of time if I mess up the pronunciation of your names. Um, this is a, a couple from Turkey. Cool. And her name is Zeynep. Cute girl. And Sem. Mm-hmm. So spelled C-E-M. So I think Sem. I don't know. I'm so sorry if I said it wrong. But anyway, um, they are from Turkey. And he recently moved to the Netherlands for his studies. So he must be in mm-hmm. a university or college there. And she's in Germany studying. Okay. And so... Um, they started dating in quarantine. They've been doing distance for about 1.5 years, so one and a half years. But they had an exciting jump. They went from 3,000 kilometers to only 100 kilometers. So it's going to be a That's lot easier. That's a nice upgrade right now, there. Now, what, what's kilometers to miles? I think kilometers is inches and miles is yards. No, it is. <laughs> you guys. Kilometer, miles is millimeters to no. kilometers being How many kilometers feet. Are, are in a mile? I don't. What are you asking me for? <laughs> I don't know those you things. You guys, it is so funny. We are both so bad at mathematical things. If you want something developed creatively, we're there. If you want something added or subtracted or multiplied or divided, that don't come to us. We are not math geniuses. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's our shout outs. Thank you to them for listening. They said that our podcast has been really fun and helpful. And so that's always so nice to hear. We, we don't know if this is helping anyone. Um, I mean, we just talk. And we just talk. We hope someone enjoys it. Someone out there. Enjoys it. But for the finale dun, of da, da, this da, podcast, dun, 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 I'm dun, now dun. about to reveal my true self. Your true identity. To Elaine, let me take my mask off. It's like a Scooby-Doo moment. Hello, it's Ricky Schroeder <laughs> from Silver Spoons. I've never been a Ricky Schroeder fan, so I'm really? kind of disappointed. Oh. I like my Latin man better. 
Hmm. Ricky Schroeder. Hello, it's the guy from Chips. Chips. The Mexican one. Oh, yeah. I he, I did have a crush on Did him. you really? <laughs> yeah. Great. Eric. Eric. Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. He was hot. Hello, I'm Eric Estrada. He wouldn't talk from like that. Chips. He's English. He is not. Yeah, he is. He's not. He's Mexican. You haven't heard him talking like interviews? Oh, right. He's like, hello. This is going in a weird wet place. Okay, guys. Well, anyway, we hope you have a great evening and enjoy those long distance relationships. If you already know you aren't being catfish, well, good for you. And if you're new to relationship, hopefully this just gives you some um, tips. Make sure you go check out the documentaries we were talking about. All right, have a good one. Have a good one. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.